Alright. Now the next verse, which is about child custody. Okay? What happens to children once the parents divorce? This is a very important verse. I want all of you to pay attention. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالْوَالِدَاتُ And the mothers, يُرْضِعْنَ أَوْلَادَهُنَّ They may nurse their children. Al-walidat is a plural of walida. Alright? And walida from the root letters, wa'ulamdal, walad, walada yalidu is to give birth, to have a child. So walida is the woman who gives birth, the woman who has a child. So who is the walida? The mother. Biological mother. You understand? The mother or the biological mother, the one who has given birth. So the mother, the mothers will yurdirna. Yurdirna is from radadain, and radar is to nurse. So the mothers will nurse awladahunna, their children. Awlad is a plural of walad. For how long? Hawlaini, two years. Kamilain, to complete. This is two lunar years. For two complete lunar years, the mothers will nurse their children. This is for who? Liman arada. This is for the one who wants an yutim that he should complete the nursing. Meaning, whoever wants to complete the nursing period, meaning the child should be fully nursed by the mother, then this is for the duration of two lunar years. Alright? So the first thing we learn from this ayah is that the mother is to nurse and to feed her child. Alright? The mother is to nurse, breastfeed her child. And this means that of course, the child is going to be with who? With who? With the mother. I mean, the child cannot be with the father living in a different house, maybe in a different city, in a different country, and the mother is nursing the child. It's not going to work out. So what do we learn from here? Even when there is divorce, the mother and the father are separated, the child will be with who? The mother. The mother has the right to keep her children. Because she can nurse them and she can look after them and provide them the love and care that the father cannot. We're not talking about exceptional situations where maybe a mother is not interested in keeping her children. It happens sometimes. Or maybe a mother just does not want to nurse. It may happen. Right? We're talking about typical situations. So the first thing we learn is that the children, young children, minor children especially, they are to stay with who? With who? With the mothers. The question is, is the father allowed to visit the child? Of course. Of course. He has full right to see his children and to be with the children. The mother keeps the children, but it doesn't mean that she has to cut them off from their father. Go ahead. If the mother does not wish to keep the children, all right, for whatever reason, then the father has to figure out the arrangements. Okay? Because as we learn in the next part of the ayah, وَعَلَى الْمَوْلُودِ لَهُ رِزْقُهُنَّ وَكِسْوَتُهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَعَلَى And it is upon, meaning it is the duty of المولود له مولود له What does this mean? مولود means, as you can see, the one who is given birth to. Okay? مولود is the child. But مولود له The father cannot have a child on his own. Right? He needs a mother for the child. But the child is his. Right? The child is also his. So al-mawlud lahu, the one who is given birth to for him. It refers to the father. So I want you to draw a line under mawlud lahu. 
Okay? Put both of these words in a circle, Mawlud lahu, and put father over there. So the father has the duty to rizquhunna, their rizq. Whose rizq? The mother's rizq. The mother's food, provision. Wakiswatuhunna, and their clothing. Meaning the clothing, the clothes of the mother. Bil ma'roof, in the recognized way. What does it mean? The father has to provide for the food and the clothing of the mother of his child. You understand? His ex-wife. Even though they're no longer married, the father has to provide the food and the clothing of the mother. Why? Because she is nursing his baby. So for the duration of nursing, and that is two complete years, he has to provide the food and the clothing for her. Now food is understandable. The mother needs to eat something so that she can nurse the baby. Right? And she needs good food in order to nurse the baby. Right? Clothing also. He has to pay for her clothes also. Why? Because a nursing baby, what does he do? Has it ever happened that you pick up a cute little baby and the minute you pick him up, what does he do? Throws up on you. Right? Throws up on you. Like sometimes you pick up the baby and I remember it, it happened with a friend of mine. She came all dressed up to go somewhere. She came to see a friend and uh, she picked up the friend's baby. And as soon as she picked him up, he threw up all over her dress. Like you know that white spit up? All down her beautiful dress, everything ruined and she was stinking the whole time. Seriously. Because even if you wipe it off, it smells sometimes, Right? So now imagine if a mother is nursing a child and the child is throwing up on her basically 24-7. She needs more than just one or two pairs. And even those few pairs of clothes, what's going to happen to them? Because they're being washed constantly. They're going to get faded. They're going to ruin their shape. They're not going to look nice anymore. So she needs more clothes. Look at how Rahman, Rahim, Rauf, Kareem Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And yet, women have the audacity to say that in Islam... We don't have many rights. This is not true. This is the command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Alameen, the one who's made you. And He has obligated the father of the child to provide for the mother's food and clothing for the duration that she is nursing the child. Okay, good question. That what if like the husband gives like the cheap quality food or you know a little bit of money for the clothes? Then, I mean, what's the budget? All right? So see this word, bil ma'roof, in the recognized way? This is a very important word. Because depending on his means, and depending on the needs of the mother and the child, the budget may have to vary. Right? For one woman, a little bit of food may suffice. For another woman, the baby nurses too much, and she needs to eat more food. Possible. Right? One man may be able to afford a lot of money and give for multiple clothes. Another man may not be able to. So it is bil ma'roof. What is appropriate? What is culturally acceptable? What is the norm? You understand? What is the norm? This has to be kept in mind. What if the woman already has a lot of clothes? Does he still have to buy? I mean, technically, he's supposed to provide for her during this time. Right? So unless she says, no thank you, I don't need anything from you, I don't like you at all, I don't want any dollar from you, right? That's different. If she says no, that's different. 
Okay? But the father cannot assume, oh, she has enough. I don't need to give her anything. Her parents have enough money. She works. She's got enough money to buy her food. No. The father still has to provide. Okay. The question is, is she allowed to keep the children only for two years? No. What we see in this verse is that basically this verse is talking about the first two years of a child's life. Right? That time, the mother certainly has the right. In fact, it's the child's right to be with the mother. It's unfair to the child that the child be separated from the mother. Alright? And after that, what happens? Inshallah, we'll get there. Okay? Now, لَا تُكَلَّفُ نَفْسٌ إِلَّا وُسْعَهَا No soul will be burdened except with what is within its capacity. Wusr is what you are able to do without difficulty. What is within your range. So from the mother, you cannot expect more than what she can do and what she can give. Alright? So for example, the father cannot assume, well, she's got enough money, she's got some gold bangles, she can sell them if she wants to take care of her child. It's her child also. Alright? No, it's not fair to her. On the other hand, the mother also cannot say, well, he's making so much money, it's his children after all, so he better give me thousands of dollars every month, right? So if he's making like $3,000 a month, he should give me $2,000 at least. And then he has to figure things out with that $1,000. Is it fair? No. So, لا تكلف نفس إلا وسعها. Very important rule. لا تضار والدة بولدها ولا مولود له بولده. The mother is not to be harmed through her child and the father is not to be harmed through his child either. Look at the word tudarra. Tudarra is from dadrara. Darar. Darar is to harm, right? Now, tudarra can be understood as she harms or she is harmed. What does this mean? The mother should not harm the father through his children. And the mother should not be harmed through her children. The father should not harm the mother through her children. And the father should not be harmed through his children. What does it mean? The children should not be made a weapon. You understand? The children should not be made a weapon. And typically... This is exactly what happens when couples divorce. They use their children as a weapon to harm the other, to take revenge. This is why sometimes the children are not allowed to even see their father or their mother, right? Or their innocent brains are filled with hatred for their mother or their father, right? Or... Sometimes what will happen is that the mother will claim that the children need a lot, whereas they don't really need that much. So she will financially drain the father. Or the father will just assume that, okay, she should take care of her children, so he will not give a penny at all. And so she's struggling financially, looking for work, and at the same time looking after children. Her life becomes so difficult. What do we see here? Have compassion for one another. Just because you have divorced, it doesn't mean that you are lifelong enemies now. No. Have some compassion for each other. And don't make children a weapon of revenge. Because who's going to suffer then? Who's going to suffer then? 
Who's going to suffer the most? Tell me, what's the answer? The children will suffer the most. And this is exactly why many children don't even like the idea of marriage. Because they have seen adults fighting and behaving in such a silly way that they think, I'll be better off if I don't get married. Because marriage is ugly. Marriage is not ugly. People can be ugly when they behave ignorantly. So children should not be made into a weapon of revenge. Now, وَعَلَى الْوَارِثِ مِثْلُ ذَلِكَ What if during these two years, the father of the children dies? It can happen, right? Alright, it can happen that the father dies and now the mother is nursing the baby, but she doesn't have enough clothes or food or whatever. So what about her now? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, on the heir is a similar duty. What does it mean? The heirs of that man, of the father, now have to provide for the mother. You see Allah's mercy again? You see Allah's mercy here? His justice here? That even if the man dies, then his heirs are responsible. His family is responsible. Now, فَإِنْ أَرَادَ فِصَالًا Now when it comes time for weaning, فِصَالًا is from the root letters فَصَاد لَام and فَصَلَ is to cause separation. And فِصَال refers to weaning the child. Meaning when the child is no longer going to be breastfed by the mother. Okay? And this could be at two months, this could be at six months, this could be at the end of two years. Whenever they decide to wean the child, but this weaning should be عَن تَرَاضٍ مِنْهُمَا عَن تَرَاضٍ مِنْهُمَا تَرَاضٍ is from رَضَادِيَا رَضِيَا is to be pleased. تَرَاضٍ mutual agreement. Meaning the mother and the father, even though they are divorced, they mutually agree and decide that okay, now we're going to wean the child. Okay? عَن تَرَاضٍ مِنْهُمَا وَتَشَاوُرٍ تَشَاوُرٍ To consult each other. شِينْوَوْرَى شُورَى is to consult. تَشَاوُرٍ Mutual consultation. فَلَا جُنَاحَ عَلَيْهِمَا Then there is no sin on them. I want you to understand something here. This verse is specifically talking about the nursing period, which is the first two years of a baby's life. Even in this time, any decision regarding the child that is made should be made by both the mother and the father. Both the mother and the father must be involved when deciding anything for the child. Even when it comes to weaning the child, the mother cannot decide on her own, okay, I'm sick of nursing now, I'm no longer going to nurse her, and the father has no idea. No, the father should know. He has a right to know. He has a right to give his input in this decision. If this is to do with nursing, what do you think about schooling? And other things related to children. What happens is that when divorce happens, okay, the man and the woman consider each other to be enemies. And what that means is, I'll never see his face, I'll never listen to her, I'm never going to talk to her. Okay? We're never going to sit together and have a discussion like two normal adults. Never. And so who's going to suffer for life? Who's going to suffer? The children will suffer. What do we see here? Any decision that has to be made regarding the children, the mother and the father must consult each other. So even after divorce, grow up and have a conversation. Instead of having another fight, another argument. Instead of living with hatred. وَإِنْ أَرَدْتُمْ 
Now what if the situation is such that the mother does not want to nurse the child, she's not able to nurse the child, or the mother sees it best that the father should keep the baby. Now the baby has to be fed, right? Right? So regarding the question that you were asking, that if the mother is not going to nurse the child, now what? The father is still responsible to find food for his baby. The food that he needs. And remember that in the first few months, the baby needs breast milk or milk that is suitable for him, like formula. Right? You cannot just give him cow's milk or goat's milk. You can't do that. So it's the father's responsibility to provide the provision for his child. So, وَإِنْ أَرَدْتُمْ أَنْ تَسْتَرْضِعُوا أَوْلَادَكُمْ تَسْتَرْضِعُوا To seek رَضَعَ To seek nursing. Meaning the mother is not going to nurse. You need someone else to nurse your children. فَلَا جُنَاحَ عَلَيْكُمْ Then there is no blame on you. Meaning there is nothing wrong with that. As long as this was mutually agreed and decided after consultation and discussion, no harm in this. However, there is one condition. And what is that one condition? إِذَا سَلَّمْتُمْ مَا آتَيْتُمْ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ إِذَا سَلَّمْتُمْ When you have handed over. سَلَّمَ يُسَلِّمُ تَسْلِيمُ Is to hand over something. To give it fully. Okay? مَا آتَيْتُمْ What you have given. Meaning, you have to pay the wet nurse. Who's a wet nurse? Someone other than the mother who's going to nurse the baby. You have to pay her. Who has to pay her? The mother? No. The father. It's his child. It's his child. So he has to pay the wet nurse. Alright? Now what if they decide that, okay, the baby needs formula milk. Who's gonna pay for the formula milk? Who has to? The father has to. Alright? وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهُ وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ بَصِيرٌ Fear Allah and you should know that Allah is watching. He's ever seeing of whatever that you do. So in this verse, these are the five main things we learn. Okay? First of all, we learned that وَالْوَالِدَاتُ يُرْضِعْنَ أَوْلَادَهُنَّ Mothers are to nurse their babies. Secondly, father is to provide. Alright? Thirdly, the child is not a weapon of revenge. So don't use the child as a way of getting back to your ex. Alright? Then we learned that things should be agreed with mutual consultation. Then finally we learned that things should be decided with the best interest of the child in mind. Meaning if it is best that the mother should not nurse the child, that's okay. But then you have to make some other arrangements. Alright? Yes, you have a question? Okay. By the heir, who is meant? The heir could be like, for example, his father, alright, or his brother, his closest relative. Okay? They have to take care of the nephew or the grandson and provide for him. Okay? Yeah, from that also it could be. I mean, the thing is that part of the estate, of course, is going to go to the child anyway. Alright? But the child's share should not be used for feeding him. It's the duty of the father to nurse the child, right? So now in the absence of the father, when he's gone, his family has to provide. Okay? Yes. Yes, that there's no mother shaming here. That if the mother is able to nurse, good. And if she's not able to nurse for whatever reason, what if like the child looks exactly like the father and every time she sees the child's face, I mean, it could happen. It could happen. I mean, she wants to literally move on from that part of her life. 
you know, it might be funny, but a woman can be seriously depressed, especially after childbirth. All right? She can be in depression. Maybe the presence of the child is making her more anxious. It's causing her health to decline even more. Maybe she got remarried and she wants to move on with her new life. And the presence of that baby is making things hard for her. So it's okay. It's okay. Don't think that she's a cruel woman. She's also a human being with her weaknesses. Right? And sometimes what happens is that people shame her. People think that she's evil for giving up her children. You don't know what she went through to give up her children. You don't know. So don't be judgmental. The fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed that a mother may not nurse her child in this situation shows that we should have empathy for such women instead of being judgmental. Go ahead. Okay. The question is that what if she decides or she wants to stop nursing the child after let's say a year? Then remember that the father is to provide for her clothing and her food for that one year only. Okay? For the duration that she is nursing. Alright? And she cannot stop nursing the child without consulting the father. This is also important. If this is the case with divorce, what do you think about married couples? They are supposed to consult each other even more. You understand? And typically problems arise between a husband and a wife over what? He doesn't ask me. She doesn't ask me. Right? She doesn't consult me. He doesn't consult me. This communication is very, very important between a husband and wife. Yeah, I mean, if there are unusual circumstances, like for example, the father has no heirs, then what? Then you have to see what is available and what can be done. I mean, if the mother is providing from herself or her family is providing, then that is sadaqah on their behalf and they will be rewarded extra for doing this favor. Alright, go ahead. Okay, so when children are older, they're not in that nursing stage, then what happens to them? You see, the ulama have said, that as long as a woman does not remarry, she keeps the children. When she remarries, then the children go to the father automatically. Okay? However, however, what we see in this ayah is what? That whatever decision is to be made for the children should be made with the best interest of children in mind. Right? In some circumstances, it may be better for the children to be with the father. In other circumstances, it may be better for the children to be with the Mother, I remember a mother telling me recently that after her divorce, she contacted her ex-husband and requested him to please take her son. Because she wasn't able to look after the son and work, right? Especially because that son was the only child. He did not have any siblings. She did not have much family. So she requested the father or her ex-husband to take the child because she could not look after him, even though he was only like seven or eight years old. Right, So she was thinking about the child, not about herself. And this is something we all need to remember. Think about the innocent children. Stop being so selfish. And unfortunately, you will hear horror stories in the community where the children are being used as a weapon. Um, listening to all the questions everyone's asking and learning about in these few verses, it makes you appreciate how much we can learn in such few verses. Because couples... In, at least, you know, in the world today, there are so many problems with divorce 
that usually affect the child because, you know, one, like, custody and, like, everyone goes to court and it's a big mess. But think about, like, 1,400 years ago in the Qur'an, in these, like, few verses, Allah has already laid everything out for us and He's told us, this is what you do in this situation, this is what you do in that situation. And it's always, again, with the child's interest in heart. So that's just something, you know, that's really good. Jazakallah khairan. الطلاق مرتان فإمساكم بمعروف أو تسريح بإحسان ولا يحل لكم أن تأخذوا مما آتيتموهن شيئا إلا إلا أن يخافا وَكِسْوَتُهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ 
لا تكلف نفس إلا وسعها لا تضار والدة بولدها ولا مولود له بولده وعلى الوارث مثل ذلك فإن أرادا فصالا عن تراض منهما وتشاور فلا جناح عليهما وإن أردتم أن تسترضعوا أولادكم فلا جناح عليكم إذا سلمتم ما آتيتم بالمعروف واتقوا الله واعلموا أن الله بما تعملون بصير سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك السلام عليكم